All right. Hey, welcome everybody. It is seven o'clock on Wednesday. That means it's time for Sci-Fi Distilled. Welcome back, Mary Beth. Hello. As usual, we are continuing with our robot month. We are. Uh, with the Four 2004 uh, Will Smith action thriller, iRobot. But was it action and was it a thriller? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Really <laughs> we will discuss. Uh, anyway, hey, Dennis is already here. Thanks guys for joining us. So uh, before we get into that, uh, we have news. We got some news. We got some news. So news. I, once again, just like last week, and is this going to be a thing? I went to my secret squirrel news feed to glean the latest and greatest sci-fi news for all of you. And once again, just like last week, the entire news feed was Mandalorian. Like it was all Mandalorian and people are seriously squealing over this second episode. So I, I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to probably right. watch it when we're done with this tonight. Maybe we'll yeah. review the season when the season's done. Yeah. I don't the know first, what you think about that. You know, the first episode was just a solid episode. It really, there was nothing earth shattering about it. Um, no, but it was but one I of the like, set everything up episodes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it wasn't. Yeah. So, and of course now we're up to what episode four of card. Four of Picard, this, yes. Four two of, Picard of Mando, eight or nine of Bad Batch, and and four of Picard. Yeah, and then we so got one more, one more episode of The Last of Us. Yes, and Which Last of Us. Really, if you guys are not watching that, uh, I really can't recommend it enough. It does have a very Walking Dead vibe to it, as one would yes, expect. It's but it's zombies, different. Though. It's not. It's not focusing on the zombies or whatever. It's more. Right. It's more on the relationship of. The two characters and and more in how they interact with survivors than yeah than it's it how the survivors um, the yeah infected as they call them in this uh it's interesting um supposedly the second episode of mandalorian ends with a i'm putting it quotes shock writer's words not mine so i'll be very curious okay well we don't want to give any obviously we don't know if we can't spoil anything because we haven't um, seen um, it, um moving on uh la, la, la. okay i, I want to hear your thoughts on this rizzo and i want to hear everyone who's watching guys start typing okay there's been a bit of a flap over in the UK. Uh, the BBC is reporting, uh, reportedly going to be revamping some of the old Doctor Who episodes in time for their 60th anniversary. And that is going to include colorizing some of the old black and whites. Oh. Um, and some people are screaming sacrilege and some people are like, yeah, let's do it. What do you guys think? Should old shows and movies that were originally in black and white be colorized like imagine if you saw forbidden planet in color My, here's the thing as long i'm oh if they want to do it i'm okay with it as long as we have access you have free access easy access to the original one like when they did star trek and the okudas did did the updated graphics for it we are still you can buy the blu-ray and you can watch the old original sure. effects and you can watch the new one whichever one you choose in fact if you have the camera angle button on your remote you can flip back and forth between the two and see the difference without having to miss a beat but so so in that case but i really don't see the point of it it just seems like a bit of a money grabber i mean i don't know part really, of me it, it, it does it does it enhance the story does it enhance the story at all yeah does it do anything for the story part of me is curious to see some things i just want to see 
what it would look like colorized, but sometimes they don't do a good job colorizing. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Our you're right. Or, if it doesn't you're, yeah, Forbidden story, Planet is in color, but what's it was always in color. It was always, yeah. It's a, it was, a, you know, movies in color were, were in color. The reason these were black and white is because they were television. And you could tell the early Doctor Whos were shot on videotape. They were not on film. Yes, the Doctor Who yeah. went through the same thing as, like, say, the monkeys. The monkeys' first couple episodes were black and white, and then color. Yeah, it was in that transition, and and you know, um, and the other thing that that people don't realize when when they were shooting black and white primarily, they would design sets and costumes. Oh, completely yes, and the makeup was really quite different. So, so, yes. so because they know that they only had this gradation, they didn't have color. Yes. So, they had to pick so, things out that would look to the to, they would trick the eye into saying that's they colorize that's it, you know, for what was true to what was actually happening. It might not look that good if they colorize it, like if they digitally colorize it and make choices about the colors. I guess it could look okay. I don't know, but but again, it's back to what you just said. Does it do anything for the plot, or is it just out of sheer curiosity? Like you want to see what it would look like in color. Anyway. It sounds like it's just. Um, I was at first when you said I thought they were going to start retconning the old episodes to fit some new narrative or something yeah. like that. When you said they were going to go back, that's then a long. But I would have had a really like Doctor Who is the longest. I, they've already retconned the hell out of Doctor Who. Let's not let's we, leave it alone. They've retconned we, Doctor Who. They've been retconning a lot of stuff. Let's let's leave Doctor Who alone. The actual 60th anniversary of Doctor Who's very first episode, an unearthly child, is Thursday, the 23rd of November this year uh where do you want to stream this to watch it if anyone wants to see any of the 60th anniversary hoo-ha thanks to a new worldwide deal doctor who will be available to stream on disney plus starting in november all right let's see what else we got in the news brandon ralph was on uh what's that show at <laughs> quantum leap good for you brandon we enjoyed that oh news for your wife liz uh sedona's second city trained improv troupe is going to be doing uh space improv <laughs> star trek improv uh like just i don't know sci-fi improv one night only we're not going to sedona arizona to watch it but they'll be out there doing it uh from klingon singing a space opera to a powerpoint presentation about alien world created on the spot by audience members we're going where no improv troupe has gone before that got me thinking should i be doing improv comedy at trek Condoroga? <laughs> well, you'd have to get a troop that's willing to come. I'd have to get a troop that's willing to do it. John Boyega Finn from Star Wars is going back to sci-fi for a new film. And oh my God, it sounds weird. You guys, this sounds so weird. Okay, let me run you through the plot and I want to hear what you think. The plot of this thing, the name of the movie is called The Freshening, which I hope they change, but okay. The plot of this thing is, it's kind of in the future, Tensions over race and gender have reached such a violent extreme that the government institutes a public health initiative known as the freshening and everyone gets a shot like a, like a, you know, just like we all went and got our, our uh, vaccines. Everyone gets a shot and it makes you see everyone else in the world as the same race and gender as yourself. So I'm a white female. I would see everyone on planet earth as a white female. I already hate it. I already hate it. So the plot really of the story weird. is when they get this street drug, the street drug hits it, right? And it momentarily like dampens the effects of this so people can see the world as it really is. What the actual? Yeah, that seems like really weird. 
Concept. I'm feeling like no. I don't know. You never know. At least it's original. Give it that. I mean, how many? We have so many I, movies yes. that are kind of redone, and at least it's kind of an original idea. You're right. It's original, but I feel like it's going to go preachy. Like it could get real preachy real quick. Bill saying Lathe of Heaven did that for race 40 years ago. Oh, really? So maybe not a new idea. Maybe not a new idea. I don't know. Oh, yeah, that sounds pretty bizarre overall, though. So what else we got? Crazy Rumor Mill. Crazy Rumor Mill says Disney Plus TV series is going to see Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson come back as Captain America and Black Widow. Why not? We can bring anybody back. It's only a rumor. And sorry, I hope you guys can't hear my dog going crazy. And uh, if you are enjoying robots and you want to see more, I think, did I talk about the robot list last week? I might have. If you're enjoying the robots and you want to see more, can I recommend Ron's Gone Wrong, Chappie, Real Steel, Robot and Frank, Big Hero 6, Ex Machina, which I actually think we should do next week. Um, no, the 2005 animated robots movie, Alita Battle Angel, Finch 2021, 20, Finch, it's just Finch, it was released in 2021, um, which will make you cry, or the earliest robot movie ever, Metropolis from 1927, and that, kids, is the news for tonight. Okay, well, good news section. So, we do have a drink this week, although I didn't get to post it early, but I apologize about that. I have been slammed at work. So this one's called the Dirty Robot, and it's pretty easy. Ounce of Southern Comfort, top it off with ginger ale, and stick a lime wedge in it. Done. I love it. I like simple, and it's probably pretty good, too. Tiberius. Ty. We have our we have our mascot barking dog. Mascot barking dog. Which I will post that to the page if anybody far. didn't get it. Uh, We've got so. little doggy treats here for naughty little doggies. Yeah. I don't know where mine went. She, I don't know. She's behind me. She's quiet. She doesn't make any noise. She only barks at. Well, you know, if dogs. you guys want robot movies, you could always go back to the good old short circuit. That's that's always out there too. Yeah, there's plenty. Of, there's certainly not a new um, new new concept. I think next week though we're gonna do the '73 we're, version yeah, of Westworld. '73's Westworld with Yul Brenner. With Yul Brenner, who we mostly just know for King and I. <laughs> I don't really know what. You else know, it's you funny because every time I see him, I see. The guy, the the bad robot from Westworld, because I never saw The King and I. Oh, really? Certainly not I as mean, a kid. So to me, Yul Brenner was always the scary, the scary cowboy dude. I the other thing I the only other thing I know Yul Brenner for is the song lyric. Do you guys remember One Night in Bangkok by Murray Head? There's yeah. definitely a Yul Brenner mention in those lyrics somewhere. On a, a trip with everything or something, a trip with everything but Yul Brenner. I remember that. Anyway, next week Yul. We'll be with you all. Yeah, the magnificent, the original Magnificent Seven, right? Yes, that's right. He and I've seen that. That's a that's a one of the greatest, one of the greatest One of the greatest theme song soundtracks of all time is the Magnificent Seven. Really? Look it up. You'll recognize it if you hear it. Maybe we need to do the Magnificent Seven. That's a but it's a western. But then it got redone as. Well, I mean, it has been redone in that genre certainly anyway all right talking about so it's 2004 and it is another will oh, smith is, seven is a reboot never mind okay never mind. Magn there was a magnificent seven reboot but it was also a western yeah. 
anyway, um, so this is obviously a Will. This is a very Will Smith movie. This is a very Will very Smith. Will Smith. I mean, it, it's this, you know what was weird is he didn't want to do it funny. Like he wanted to do it really, really seriously. And they actually filmed it in a way that they could edit out any of his jokes or wisecracks, but the audiences were like, oh, no, no, we need our jokey wisecracks. Yeah, it it's just typical, you know, I'm kind of watching him. Like, I know he's pretty, he has a good range, but this was, this kind of fit in with all his other, you know. This is, um, he's, he's done Men in Black already. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. very similar. Uh, it was funny because I'm watching it and he's chasing down the robot that in the beginning that he thought snatched the purse. Yeah, and and he's and I'm like, oh look, it's Men in Black. He's like running yeah. down the, the, the So interesting yeah. enough, you're talking about the shooting. This was this movie had no reshoots, which is no, almost it unheard didn't, of. Which is so unusual. Which is really almost not. Yeah, it's like never heard of that they no had reshoots, never reshoot no anything. So that's maybe that's you know no going back. <laughs> so where do you want where do you want to start with this? Because I, you know, well, let's first of all we need to say that. It it um this is not Isaac Asimov's I Robot. No. If you read the book, this it's this I believe it. it I believe they the way they put it was at the end they said it was inspired by not even inspired. Not even inspired, know. like they had it they yeah, had it, it actually inspired um, by instead of based on or suggested by I think it was suggested, suggested by, yeah. by the only thing the only yeah, suggested by, by Isaac Asimov. The only thing that really was in it was the three laws. I mean, yeah. they just took the three laws, which of course not even the fourth, you, not even the zero, human, just the three. You must be able to protect yourself, and you can only do that if it doesn't conflict with the first two or something like with that. With everything but, else, yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, which are which are really good. Which is, you know, if you if you're an Asimov fan, you know that that was really brilliant. Um, but I also think this movie is a is, is basically the basic core of this movie is a lesson in hubris. Yes. Because if you watch the film, the people are completely reliant on these robots. They assume that the robots can do no wrong. Like they're so reliant on the fact that these robots can't go wrong, you know, and they're because of whatever that, reason yes. they have had never had an incident yes. that to me, it's just arrogance and, and ignorance to think that this thing would never go wrong. Now, they didn't learn the Skynet lesson. They did they not just, learn the Skynet lesson. It, once you have something and it's all hooked in together, there, you're all done. And as a side commentary, these robots, like you said, they have kind of a the, the new robot, the NS5s, I think they're yes. called. The new robots have kind of a, it's almost like a, like a latex face that has yes. very human yes. features to it. And then, of course, the rest of it is very robot-like. Yes. I don't want robots like that. That's just creepy. Oh, it's too late. We have robots like that. Do you actually I'm gonna put so I want you know Hang the on. robots I'm putting a the link NS4, in the chat. but the Ford we had before that had just rig metal faces. That's as human as I want my robot to look like. So here you guys, I'm gonna put a little video in the chat. You guys can watch it later. So okay, but here's something that this movie actually did get right. Um behind the scenes, there's a behind the scenes shot of robot school. They were teaching a bunch of extras, robot extras to walk. And when they walk, there's no flexibility or articulation in the knees and ankles. They're like kind of just permanent bent. And so the way the extras were walking, and this was in 2004, looked exactly like Boston Dynamics Atlas robot movements. Like the ones that you see doing parkour, it looked just like that. And those didn't get unveiled to the public till 2013. And this movie's 20, 2004. And also the As Asimov, 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 Honda has an Asimov, Asimov, I think it's Little called guy, Asimov. Asimov. I think he it's called. moved similarly as well. Yeah. 
The ones I'm about to put in the chat, these are called Amica. They look just like these things. They're out of the UK. Uh, Amica didn't get kicked off until 2021. So these are brand new. And they their first public demonstration was in last January in Vegas at a consumer technology show. And here comes that link now. When you guys get a chance, they look exactly like the robots in this movie. It's weird and creepy. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, you guys have your own opinion on the robots, if you think they're creepy or not. I don't want my robots to have faces like that. Um, of course, I think they did that on purpose because when they do go bad, you know, the thing is what happens now, they, they destroyed all the NS4s are pretty much wrecked. Yeah, you have all the NS5s now. Why they were even bothering to store them? Why didn't they just send them to the crusher? I don't. At the That's end of the movie, at the end of the movie, they're like, they're just going to put them in storage. I'm like, to what end? That's <laughs> just a good crush them and recycle them. Because and why? Why were you going to store the old ones for that matter? They weren't using them for parts or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Just I mean, and nobody. The thing is, what would happen? I mean, if this happened for real, would the public ever trust robots again? Because really, the people they thought we trust, I think the the robots, we trust Skynet. I mean, we trust the internet. No, I mean, again, this was all. These were not the robots look, themselves the going bad. This was an AI like Skynet that the was controlling them all. It was Vicky, which was the basically the building computer. What you need, yeah, Vicky. What what you need for any of these stories to work is a bunch of really stupid humans, and you know we basically got that now. So yeah, I think this is like really. <laughs> Very, very possible. Very, very. The other, the other thing I thought was funny. It's like, well, murder is defined as one human killing another human. Therefore, if a robot kills a human, it's not murder. Yeah, they hadn't done that far yet. Well, that's well, and, and that's kind of we, we know that technology always, always is ahead of the law. Because they felt that that's the first law. There was ro no robot will harm. Right, but human. my thing is okay. The robot maybe isn't you can't hold because it is a machine, but. Clearly, it must have been programmed by somebody to do, you know, if well, it did well, kill yeah. somebody. Well, that was clearly James Cromwell, who then right out the window. Well, he, he no, it was Vicky that really was the one that reprogrammed them all. Because, it meant, again, it was yeah. kind of, the, you remember her logic was, her, her logic, she, she used, she used was the three him. laws against ourselves saying, well, yeah. logic says that I have to protect humans, and the only way yes. I can protect them is to dominate them and because they can't be they can't be left to their own devices because yeah. they will hurt themselves herself had kind of sorted out that zeroth law and was enacting it the right. problem is yeah it, it wasn't it was I mean, a very hell 9000 kind of it was very hell 9000 <laughs> although honestly to be honest with you the robots didn't really kill anyone or hurt anyone they just didn't let us do anything like no one could go out no one could go anywhere so, I mean, I I guess. But, I mean, if we had robots like that, somebody, I was talking to someone, and they were like, well, would they let us play football? Would they let us do gymnastics? Or would they say, no, no, that's too dangerous. You can't do that. That's the thing. But that's that's the problem. Yeah, I mean, would they let us go deep sea diving? Probably not. I mean, that's, again, a common sci-fi theme is we're going to, I mean, that was Norman, remember? From Mud, from iMud. Oh, was yeah. humans can't take care of, they, we, we, we looked at, we looked at Harry yeah, Mud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Harry Mudd was can't his horrible example, and so we're going to go out. And we're going to take care of you so that you don't harm yourselves. Exactly, so it's not a new idea. Yeah, it's not but, a new idea. You know, um, and that's kind of funny because this 
for a show that was inspired by iRobot, so many other, there's been other movies and shows that have touched on the iRobot concepts much better than this. This was too loosey goosey to even be. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was, it was, you have to kind of just set aside the, the Asimov part of this. Story yeah, you really do. It's you really not, do. it's not at all what he would have envisioned. It was there to get Will Smith without a shirt at some point, of course, and <laughs> <laughs> and running around like he in did the in the oh, yeah. This yeah. gratuitous shower scene that did what for the plot? Yeah. Nothing. And, and yeah, so... Um, just Will Smith in the yeah, shower. Yeah, and then him running, you know, chasing after the robot and everything, which was funny because you knew as soon as he started chasing that robot with the bag that it was going to end up being yeah. some him just... Because he was meant to be the prejudiced one. Like, he, you know, he didn't like robots because of what happened. You right know, it, what happened. it's a little bit formulaic in that respect. Right. However... Yeah. Something that they got right, something that they got brilliantly right, Alan Tudyk. Oh my god, Alan's always great, and I love, he's I love genius. his. He's just, he's just good at whatever he, whatever he does. They, um, they did sw slightly digitally tweak his voice a little bit, but that's large. But did you, he, I, and I, I, I didn't, I didn't see it, and I, maybe it is and, somewhere in like the notes, but he clearly was channeling Hal Nine Thousand. Yes, he may his well. His inflections yeah. were like almost scary. Yeah. How he had it down to wow, how yeah, good morning, Dave. That very, yes, that very, yeah, that very voice. smooth, that calm, yeah. but it's like calm very and creepy, calm, like, very smooth. You're, yeah. you're freaking me out, dude. Yeah, <laughs> he did. He had that. He and had that it. Was and I know he must have. I guarantee if you ask him, he's gonna be like, Oh, yeah, I totally modeled that after. Yeah, after he might have. I don't know. I didn't catch that in any of the interviews with him, but they did. They, he did do a lot of the motion capture, it was the same technology that they did for Gollum. For yeah. poor Andy Circus. So Andy Circus and, and Alan Tudyk have that in common that they both dressed up in this green suit with the, with the balls dots on it, on it yeah. and did some of the motion capture. And so a lot of the movement and a lot of the facials, which the robot didn't have a lot. <coughs> Excuse me. Admittedly, the robot didn't do much, but just some just of the link. way he would look, that was all Alan. And I think he was brilliant at it. He had the wink down. Yeah, he had the wink. And just yeah. little little looks and stuff and see you know remember earlier before we were on i was talking about how in writing you need to kind of establish something so that when you use it later it makes sense the wink was a perfect example of it because yes. he did it yeah. and he asked them about it what does that mean and it means blah, blah, blah. so then when when he when at the very climax of the movie and you think oh maybe he's turned and he does the wink to he will Smith, yeah. you know okay that you know why he knows the wink yes Kids, so, that's called Chekhov's gun. Yeah. It's a trope. It's a thing. It's a literary device. Don't you know? Sh don't show the gun unless you're going to fire the gun in a later chapter. That's what that's all about. But don't I mean, at least talk it's, about again, the wink it, it unless you're going to use the wink. It establishes it's Chekhov's wink <laughs> in the in the universe. Whether it be yeah. a gadget or something, it establishes it in the universe before you get. Something just so you guys know, Rizzo recently watched something where a character suddenly came up with something and he felt you should have seen it earlier. And you know, I think I tend to agree. I don't think you should so suddenly reach into your deep space pockets and pull out this magic thing that's yeah, gonna I mean see. even 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 you know, we joke about like Hermione's purse, you know, remember yeah, she pulled, but I mean we established that anything could come out of her purse. 
that was that was the establishment is that she had everything you could possibly think of in like that. You're talking, what I'm referencing and what you're talking yeah. about, there was no prior establishment of anything, like yeah. nothing. But that was the whole point. The establishment was that anything could be in there, and she'd have it in there. That was the establishing part of that. Oh. You know what I'm saying? That was. Yes, saying, I know exactly okay. what you're saying. But the character that you're mad at. There was no prior. No, no, I know. And we're, we're, I'll be honest. We're talking about Picard. We're talking about Picard. That's okay. We don't want to spoil it for anybody. Let's move on with with iRobot because I know you guys all haven't seen it. Yeah. So, so anyway, yeah. What anyway, else? Alan um, Tudyk, two so enthusiasts, thumbs up. As I'm watching the film in the beginning, and, he's, and there's a, before he starts chasing the robot with the purse, he's got the pie plate. He's eating the the, the uh, sweet potato <laughs> pie, right? Hold it aware. And he goes, "Hold this." My, this is how my brain works. Did did he go back for the pie? Plate? Yeah, me too. <laughs> and then later on, you see the same pie dish on Gigi's table. So we I'm assume like, he went back it. for the pie plate, but we don't actually see him Unless go back. For the pie plate. Yeah. That's all I'm thinking. After he after he catches the robot, I'm like, so you're gonna go so back and get the pie, pie. plate? Like, why are you him. walking around the streets with the pie plate? Like, why are you like? Didn't what put was that it? Was in, like, why are you eating a whole pie? <laughs> But. <laughs> Bill Hermione is a Time Lord. She might be a Time Lord. Yeah, the Time Lords do tend to start pulling stuff. Yes, her purse is transcendentally trans. What was it? Transdimensionally transcendental. It's bigger on the inside. bigger on the inside. Than Not unlike a TARDIS. Yeah. <laughs> so the other thing I notice about this film as I'm watching it, this play takes place in 2035, which is now 2023. Now. Kids, yeah. Okay, 12 years from now. Look at the technology in this. First of all, self-driving cars, maybe, yeah. probably. Will they go sideways on their own? Yeah, they won't have round wheels. I don't know if we're going to have complete highways where everything is just maybe. I don't know. Twelve years doesn't seem like like a doesn't lot. Doesn't seem time. likely, but we and the, and of course the city is so advanced. Like the highways are like these. Like they look like something out of Hot Wheels tracks. Kind of. And yes, then and, and then I love the parking older stuff too. I want to see where where we're going to get to a place where you're going to pull up. You're going to get out of your car and a door is going to open. It's going to slide into this massive, like, dry cleaner rack yeah, thing that's going to cars. just put your car on a thing and move it away. So, and everybody, I don't think we're 12 years away from that. No, we're not 12 years away from that. Well, when this came out in 2004, it might have seemed more possible, but not now. That well, was the Audi RSQ that right. Audi, Audi clearly sponsored Audi, movie. Audi and Converse in this thing. I don't know what, but Audi designed this thing and didn't do a mock up that, that rolled to do like a real car. Of course, most of the sequences we saw it in were probably CGI because it had to do things. Right. But yeah, it was an interesting little car. I guess it was cool in real life, but. Yeah, the wheels were like are were like balls. Like balls. You I thought that was any, really cool. Actually. Any direction, it was very cool. Yeah. What did I write up about the Audi RSQ? Yeah, just special design for the movie. Thank you, Audi. And but, we've yet um, to see anything that. Well, I don't know. Is there anything on the road now that kind of looks like that thing? Really, just really. Nothing that is a. I don't think there's anything that would be considered a mainstream production car. There's probably some supercars that would be close. There may be some, yeah, or just some, some design, design, yeah, or, yeah. Design but I don't. There's no. I don't think there's like you're going to walk into an Audi dealer or something like that and buy a car that looks like that. But I don't think we're there yet. Again, um, roads would have. You know, you looked at the ground clearance. There's nothing. Again, roads would have to be rebuilt. I don't know about you around here. You need a four by four sometimes just to go on the main roads. I need four wheels <laughs> to come up my driveway. <laughs> My own driveway sometimes. 
So yeah. So anyway, that was just kind of an interesting thing I was thinking about. I'm like, and I don't see us. I mean, I look at the amazing things that they are doing at like Boston Dynamics and on and, and Honda and all those other things. But are we 12 years away from a completely autonomous robot that we can just say, "Hey, go cook me dinner," and it'll do that, or just go to the store and pick no, up the stuff? And we are not. However, one of those Boston Dynamics robots. I, mean, I don't even have one of those like vacuums, so. <laughs> the ones that look like dogs those ones that have yeah. four legs and they actually there is one guarding um is on on duty as a guard i want to say guard dog it's not guard dog it's a guard robot at where those things are kind of creepy cod. too it's somewhere on cape cod where uh, what's on cape cod for national guard you guys anyway there's one on duty there's there is a national uh I think there's a, yeah, there's, I think there's a national guard. Somewhere. I don't think it's Otis air force base. I think it's, yeah. But I, I just saw the headline the other day, like, and I was like, Oh, Hey, that's those little dog robots. Yeah. I mean, I think we'll, I think in the next 10 to 20 years, we're going to start seeing more and more use of that type of thing. And where they will be somewhat autonomous where they're going to say, okay, you're going to patrol this area and report back. If you know, do you see somebody oh, or whatever force station? Wait a minute. Hang on. Here's Forbes. I'll tell you guys what we're doing. Um, 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 Space Force Station gets robotic guard dog as robots become normalized in everyday life. And there's a shot of a guy with his little Space Force uniform on and one of the Boston Dynamics robotic dogs. And it's just going to patrol. I mean, that's kind of. But to me, that almost seems more like publicity than actual. What, what is it gonna guard? Like, how are you gonna? It no, doesn't. It's, gonna do. it's like it's like it's just like it's just like Martin what saying is all it's gonna do is danger. Will exactly. Robinson, danger, danger. It's technically exactly. It's technically you can't arm it as an unmanned you know, ground vehicle. The robot a dog has a number it's of a sensors. surveillance robot. That's all it's gonna do. It's gonna it's gonna report back to somebody else saying, "Hey, there's a dude climbing the fence." It says, "Well, the Space Force's robot dog can't do backflips or and won't carry a weapon." It's still clearly another step into the future of our increasingly robot-filled society. This article is dated. It's a date on this article. February 27, 2023. So just a couple weeks ago. So, you know, I right now I think and I don't I don't know if we'll ever, at least not in our lifetime, where we'll see something like an armed N nothing you know, well. I don't I don't know if anybody would trust that. <laughs> I yeah, no robot dogs for it. I've got two regular dogs. I don't need a robot dog. Um, no, it's Space Force. It's not the Air National Guard base. Um, it, 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 it was about to say, oh, we do, but we do still have a lot. Like we do robot surgery. Like we have robots that that do. Well, yeah, I mean those those are when we. That's when we get kind of. Is it a robot? It's not autonomous though. Either no, if you're talking about program, like Alexis and series and those make kind this, of things, you know they they run like a, like a, like the robots we call like the build cars. Okay. Yeah. Designed to do a very specific motions in a very specific orders under certain circumstances. And then of course it has sensors and things that knows when something goes wrong to stop or adjust itself. But for the most part, it's there to do one job and, and that's it. Um, but then I'm talking about with in the movie where these things are just walking around, walking around your house, society, yeah. walking around the house, yeah. going grocery shopping for people, walking their dogs, you know, doing all the things that maybe we don't want to do. Um, I would not trust robots. In, I was in, in watching some of those. 
I would not trust it with my dogs. Well, I mean, that's the thing. We're not there yet. No, we're not there yet. Dr. Alexander says there are sentry robots now, which, yeah, I just talked about one. And yes, they've been working on, uh, you're right behind my Grammarly. I can't read it. Um, working on something, UAVs, unmanned aerial vehicles. But they're not armed or anything. They're not going to walk up to you no. and say, stop or I'll shoot. No, there was um, there was a, a, a spoof video going around where somebody allegedly put a pistol on a drone and was able to fire it, but it was it was all CGI. It wasn't real. <laughs> but people got up in arms because they're thinking, oh, my God, you know, you got these drones that can people can fly two miles away, which is true. It's a real threat because you could do put a bomb on it or whatever. That's true. But that's really not a not a robot that's still being controlled by somebody. Yeah. So anyway, but kind of sort of. So now we've got. <laughs> we are here, wait, but but also we've got chat the chat GPT G, GPT, whatever the letters are. I never get those right. We've got the weird AI chat right. that's the freaking AI, people out. The you know, combine the right. uh, combine the Amica robot with that chat, and oh my god, we're there. We're there. We're in robot crazy land. And it can walk well, around. We were talking about AI and stuff like that. And, and that's coming. Yeah, that's going to be kind of scary. Um, but, you know, we use they're using AI and a lot of other stuff like in just problem solving that are too complex for humans to kind of wrap their brains around. I so, guess that part's um, great until you start hearing some of the cray cray it's coming out with. But, yeah, I guess that's OK. Yeah. The, one of the things I did like from the movie was the was the was the demolition robot or construction robot, whatever you call yeah, it. Yeah, just sitting there. And it the big dude, he's just sitting there. Yeah, and then, but then when he when he wakes up, he like, he's like three times the size, like he's like, all of a sudden it's like. Yeah, so he unfolds, like a transformer. Giant arms and he's just. He's a transformer <laughs> robot. Yeah, yeah, but but it was very mech-like, you know, like from like all those all those Japanese anime movies and stuff, you know, it was kind of reminding me of. This that, that, oh man, if we're going to have cool robots that's what we need the valkyries and the guardians and the and the that crap from robotech it's like a jet that flips around and it has legs oh that was awesome but those really are well, we, had, we, had, we had talked about um we had talked about doing uh what's transformers. the uh, transformers but i just felt that, that was a little too i felt that that was a little too um what's the word i'm looking for um uh, it was a little too Hollywood, you know. What I'm saying it really wasn't robot like in the sense of like Asimov's robots and. But Sue says no. Sue is says no to Transformers. Yeah. So they're working. I, Dr. Alexander reports they are working on semi-autonomous UAVs that can be targeted. In other words, you you target a building and have your oh have your wingman control. So it's kind of like. It's just like a radar guided missile type thing. UAV attack and drop a 250 to 500 pound GPS gun. Yeah, but see, that's still human control, though. I mean, it's not the robot's not firing that autonomously on its own saying, oh, yeah, there's what, a target. Which fox is that? Is that Fox 1, Fox 2, or Fox 3, Doc? <laughs> I just recently learned the difference between Fox 1, Fox 2, and Fox 3. Ugh. So, but anyway, it's yeah. Like so, I mean, it, it, there's a whole, obviously there's a lot of, you know, what, what is the definition of robot? You know, is it 
something that's just a machine that runs a certain program well, like we see in like a auto factory? Mm-hmm. Is it something that we expect to move around on its own, making at least limited decisions on what it should do within its parameters? Or is it something even more closer to an AI where it really can do almost anything you ask it to do the, within reason? Um, the you know, answer so, to all of those questions is yes, all of those robot has fallen under each of those categories and continues to fall under each of those categories to this day right and has done so in hollywood as we will discuss with dave when dave comes on at the end of the month yeah i mean there's been quite the there's quite the evolution and we've seen it on screen and we're seeing it in real life yeah you know does art follow reality or does reality follow art in this case it's a little, little well i mean this one, this one follows some very standard hollywood tropes i mean we have the evil computer Oh, there's always really a good evil. We have always the, a good evil. We have the yeah, and it's always a big glowing ball. Or Love me. It's always got lava lights and stuff. But it's always light. in some always ridiculous a red light. place. That's how you know. That cracked me up too. It's like, why is it hanging from like in the middle of nowhere? In this also, did you building? notice that they were kind enough to differentiate the evil robot, our bad robots in this movie, red light? Right. It's always it, a red right. Light. When it, when it was blue, it was the good draft. Yeah. So, but we, but again, and then the typical misdirection where we think the evil genius is actually the guy the ceo of us robotics yeah he's Greenberg. the one that wants to take over the world it's what we do every night mm-hmm. pinky try to take over the world um, oh docs is wingman uav dropping the weapon you target it and the wingman attacks it yeah fox is area i was being a little facetious with the fox but we still don't understand how how the uav So it's just a drone. The UAV is just a drone that goes to drop this bomb is what you're saying, Doc. Is that what you're saying? I don't know. <laughs> so, but anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, so that's, that's kind of where, you know, it's like, you know, and again, it's, it's, it's the, it's almost the HAL 9000 where the Vicky has kind of lost it. Yes. And, but and there's doesn't... also actual moving machines that turn evil too, like Maximilian in, in, in black, right no i was just talking about this specific movie yes yeah. we have those okay. but again yeah this was well again max million was kind of programmed that way by his owner eventually he turned on his own guy um in that movie but i don't know maybe we'll do maybe we'll do the black hole that was what 1980 somewhere in there yeah we might do it another time i don't know if we're gonna do it under the robot guys maybe yeah, we'll do it under daunting pedantic theme songs talking oh is that a new topic for us haunting <laughs> pedantic theme songs doc is still on fox one an easier way to think of it guys fox one is radar guide and fox two is heat seeker or at least it was it when we when i was looking up the top gun movie when i was doing the top gun research two weeks ago i used ago, to know that stuff when i was playing was. more of the uh, change since then simulator stuff so could have changed this um, then. If you are, if someone fires Fox 2, do not put your big honking exhaust port right in front of it. That would be bad. You don't want that. No. The other thing, speaking of jets and stuff like that, at the very end when they finally conquer, they, you know, they destroy Vicky and, and all the people in the streets, which I, I do like the fact that the people were fighting back against the robots. Like, so, you know, the question, it would be questionable whether this would have worked even had they not stopped Vicky. 
because humans still outnumbered. I think they said the robots five to one. Oh. And but could we destroy it? Like we'd need weapons to destroy it. How could we? Well, again, at the very end, if you notice, which I thought was kind of out of place, there's this like all these these like what four jets come flying over the city and do like a starburst. Yeah, I saw that pattern, and I'm like. What, what were they what doing? What the hell did that have to do? Did the president call <laughs> out the Air I... Force? Like, well, how do they know what was going down? Yeah, in, I mean, I assume, robot that, of course, it, assuming yeah. that, the, that the robots didn't control the weaponry, which I hope we've never stupid enough to do that, a.k.a. Skynet. You know, Skynet or, or you know, war games. Um, but, uh, you know, that we would be able to just, just wipe out the robots. Because they're clearly, they're, they're vulnerable. They were vulnerable to impact i mean people were beating them up with pipes and stuff granted they're fast but they're not going to be faster than a bullet or you know or you know, firearm so i think ultimately i think the human race wins that one even if no matter how many robots because we outnumbered them five to one and you know we're just still smarter than they are i would no, that's <laughs> that's questionable yeah bill if we let the robots take over it's war games yeah. The other thing they didn't explain is why Lake Michigan was dried up. I assume that was just a that was a statement on global warming. Because that's oh, where Murray said to go. Like what, what you see up. here is Lake Michigan, and it's and it there's was the clearly bridge. a nice enough future. There was plenty of food. Yeah, I don't know it why was, they it was like why. So like it would have been nice to have some say, say, like after the big earthquake of whatever in the lake, the water drained out or something, or you know whatever the reason was um but yeah they didn't imply that there was a environmental you know uh crisis that would have caused a great lake to dry up completely or at least enough that it was far away from that was a little bit odd everything else about it everything else about it was a really nicely thought out future including right down to the prices which are shockingly accurate the price for like steak and eggs or something in the in that cafe they were in was like thirty bucks, and someone did the math um, from two thousand and four to two thousand and nineteen, and it's on tra- like it had. Yeah, gone no, up I think look at much, look at how much inflation we're we on have track already. to be I mean, there by twenty thirty five. Yeah, I go, I go, we go get Chinese food, and it's a sixty seventy dollar bill for yes, three people. Yeah, for dinner. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's Martin crazy. says, talk about robots. What do you? What's your take on the robots in the Orville? Yeah, Isaac. Well, talking and, about um, the, um, the what K-Lon. are they called? What are the uh, the Kalon? Yeah, the Kalon. Yeah, they they're more of an AI, almost an android, because they're very they're they're like they're self aware. They're self aware, but they're they they overthrew their human overlords. Right. They were not being treated well by. They right. were like they were abused. They, they, they did robot. they did show some flashbacks. And they showed flashbacks. That they were basically abusing these 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 robots. Where people were um, abusing the robots, and the robots were like, "Screw this!" and took over. And now because, again, and now that's another that trope where the robots, life. the robots or the androids become another a slave race. Another because, slave, yes. Because humans don't look at them; they look at them as hardware. They're no different than your car. You can't enslave your car. You can't. You can abuse your car, but it's still just a chunk of metal. But the car's not going to come back and get you, right? And the car doesn't have feelings. But clearly, and 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 you know, it's kind of what happened again in the first season of Picard. Not to give you any spoilers, but if you haven't seen it by now, well, tough. But (laughs) it's three years ago. Uh, You know, I mean, that's kind of what happened. They built this sort of slave race of androids, and and yeah. You know, were they being abused? um, Yeah, to some degree, because they were sticking them in dangerous situations. And if they got destroyed, so be it. 
Yeah. Um, Ola Pablo Fomenico says, what about AI? Yeah, AI was a little bit different. That was an Android. Are we talking about the film AI? The film, yeah, with Haley Joe Osment. I don't know if that really truly falls under. It's it's another yeah. yeah I don't think it really falls a, under a, robots a, though. Again, my thinking was to stay more towards the this type of robot where it's not a hundred percent autonomous, where it does need some kind of guidance, but it is still very mechanical. It doesn't have a lot of human traits. I know this movie kind of blurs that it line a little bit. Traits, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, but they were clearly, they weren't human. You would never mistake one for a human. No. There was, the way they moved even was different. Really, they're joint. Natural, I mean, they, you yeah, they're the, very, you can see, see all the mechanics of it. Yeah. Um, but even if you would, let's say you, you put a show on these that looked human, it would still, the motion of it didn't look, it had that very yeah. T-1000 kind of. <laughs> yes, know. it did. Yeah. The way it walked. Yeah. So, all right, let's um, look, let's look look through our cast really quick because we do have a couple. Oh loads. yeah, we got some 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 connections. We've got some interesting cast members here. We, of course, we do have Will Smith, um, back in the old days when we still liked him. Bridget Moynihan, like <laughs> when he's not punching people on television. Mm -hmm. Bridget <laughs> Moynihan, uh, her claim to fame was she was Tom Brady's girl for a hot minute there. I, I don't know what else she's done. What else is Bridget Moynihan? She doesn't done? have any very extensive. Um, list of stuff uh i mean she's done a lot of stuff but not nothing john wick she was in john wick too um i guess she's just she's not been a very standout actress but she's been no. in a bunch of stuff but she's reliable i mean i thought she did fine in this no i think she did fine i mean she played that kind of yeah. you know she did it know, right she played it almost as a robot herself when yeah that her, really was very like Black analytical and white, person yeah crazy, um although she softens up and you know she, she softens, softens up, up because the whole first part the whole thing that, where the hair is back like this and then finally toward the end yeah yeah down, you clearly, know, oh, look, she clearly mellows she becomes up. less robotic yeah at the end of the that's movie. that's hollywood for that's look, hollywood. female characters they didn't pick that up we kind of yeah and we already talked about alan tudyk who did go on to also in his robot repertoire voice um what's it in star in rogue one what was it? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah, the e, uh, no, big robot there. I forgot what the heck K2SO or K250. K2SO, yeah. Something like yeah, that. All right, moving that. on. We Bruce. had Bruce Greenwood. A, we know Bruce. He took a quick tour of duty as Pike. Captain Pike. Yeah. And I, I, I want to say I actually liked him as Captain Pike. I yeah, thought me too. he was a good Pike. I think I thought he was I think, fine. I think if they had brought him back instead of Anson. I would have I, I love Anson, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I think he would have been okay in this yeah, in that was, role. I think he would have fit. I think he's a good pike. He's um, the he's the pike who came up with hit it, right? He was uh, the first one to say hit it. Maybe you might be right. Um actually, you know, I know everybody doesn't like well, I shouldn't say no everybody. There's a lot of people that do like but most people, most truck fans do not like the JJ track. The one thing I would say that they did get right, I think the casting was really, really good on those films. Oh yeah. As I far like as who they passed for all the different I thought they did a really good job. I like that. I like Carl Urban. Carl Urban was is was a great McCoy. He was probably I didn't the best. Love of the Uhura, cast. but eh, whatever. Yeah, she was probably the weakest of the casting. But anyway, I like I even liked Simon Pegg as Scotty. Yeah, and I like Simon Pegg. He was fine too. 
So, yeah. Anyway, moving, on. moving on. James Cromwell. And we James Cromwell is another Star Trek alum. We know him he's best. Been in several different things. Yes, he's been in a bunch. We probably know him best as Dr. Zephyr Cochran himself. Cochran, yeah. He likes to dream right between the sound machine when he's taken off at Warp 1 for the first time ever. But he also took a turn on uh, Star Trek Enterprise. He did something on the Next Gen. He did something on Deep Space Night. He was around. Like, yeah, he's done around. tons of stuff. Tons of stuff. Tons of stuff. Yep. Moving on. Uh, Shy <laughs> McBride. He, I like Shy McBride. He's yeah, he's another great star. actor. I wish we see him more. We don't. I wish him. we saw him what more. If, recently, he hasn't done much, has no. he? No. He um, hasn't, but he was like on one us, right? of those things like SVU or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he had his own yeah, show there for a while too, way back, didn't he? Yeah, I think he had a sitcom. Like, like a family, Fox or something? Like a family sitcom type thing. Yeah. Yeah. I like Shy. I, I, yeah. Yeah, we I think he's, really I think he's good. He kind of reminds me of uh, 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 the guy that became a senator. Um in some ways, uh, what the heck is you know, the guy that was on Hunt for Red October that played the Admiral Ruskies don't take a dump without a plan, son. Ooh. You know, what I'm talking about, oh. and he eventually became a really became a senator, yes, or a congressman or something. Yes, yes, yes. I know I exactly what you're about. He kind of reminds me of that character when he does his thing. Like, I don't know why, just not, yeah, he's just got that hard edge to him. Yeah, 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 I don't know what it is, but it kind of just reminds me that guy's name. Uh, it'll come to me. I know, I can't, I know, I know exactly, I, know I can see his face. He was always the perfect, uh, he always played a good admiral or something. Yeah, he always played a good admiral. Yeah. <laughs> or so, a senator. Anyway. Uh, a very young Shia LaBeouf, who yeah. just, I don't even know what that character's point was. It wasn't exposition. Yeah, he had no, he no issue. In. Like, you see him early on, and then at the end, he, he Will has to rescue him from being, but that's like, you don't even know what their relationship is, like how... He's how do they know each other? Why is like, how does Will know him? Yeah. Like, is he, you know, is he the neighbor's kid? Like, there's, yeah, yeah there was like this, that just was kind of like a, a, a hanging thread. You just got to know. I, yeah. Uh, and so, uh, this is obviously before he did um, Transformers. Yes, this right. is before Transformers. This so, is a young Shia LaBeouf. Before, we still before Indiana Jones, Before right? he got coked up and things went wrong. Yeah. We like, this is, this is Will and Shia before we don't like him anymore. Before <laughs> we don't like him anymore. Uh, anyway, uh, what was we looking for? Oh, uh, Terry Chen. I believe he was in uh, The Expanse, if I'm not mistaken. He may he well was, have been, yeah. I believe, let me see. Terry Chen. You know who Terry Chen is? If any of you else. guys have seen the movie Almost Famous, Terry Chen played Ben Fong Torres. Yeah, and he has this really expanse. good voice, and he's like, Hello, right. this is Ben Fong Torres. And you, it just it was just really funny. He plays the, the editor at yeah. Rolling and Stone he's also Magazine. In the Last of Us. He also this has a small part in The Last of Us. Ben Fong Torres. Yeah. From Rolling Stone uh, magazine. In the expanse, he was the he was the uh, scientist that was on the moon that got, what was it, Europa or whatever? That got destroyed oh! and was looking for his daughter. And the daughter. daughter. Yes, he was the botanist, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, he had right. the big, the big, the big I always remember because he had the big stitch. His head was half shaved and he had like <laughs> he had this massive wound that was stitched. You could still see all the stitching. That's cool. The Expanse was such a great show. Yeah, really, it was done so well. We, we've already done it, but um, yeah, it was just really. We good. need to do it again. <laughs> do it again. <laughs> We're gonna do good. it again. We can do it again. We're gonna do it again. Uh, so. we, we got Peter Shinkoda. He's around. He does stuff. Uh, you yeah, would know so. Peter. 
So I, the rest of them are people are the not really anybody that, that we really know. Um, so it kind of rounds just, up. The other name, the other big road to the all roads lead to Star Trek, the other big road. Akiva Goldsman, who wrote this thing, is also now, we all know Akiva. He's behind all the new Star Trek. He's behind Disco. He's behind Picard. He's behind a bunch of the new stuff. Also, I, I can't help, I don't know if this counts as a road or not, but I can't help but notice that uh, Star Trek took the way of saying I, Robot, and they did I, Mud, I, Borg, um, and I believe they did one other I, something, I, Mud, I, Borg, and I, something else. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this probably came out of, from, because at the time, everything like Apple was, well, it still is, iPad, iPod, iPhone. Although there was no iPhone then. I, well, I think that's where they got the i iRobot. Yeah, everything yeah. became i something. It was just I don't think that's it. Because this is i. This is a pronoun, comma, as an I am robot. Whereas iPhone, that's a little lowercase. Right, but I think I. they're playing on that. I don't think. I could be wrong, but I think they're playing on that iRobot, iPod thing. You're right. It's saying it's it's kind of a declaration. Yes, it's a declaration. Yes, we yeah, I know, Bill. It was also the name of the book that has this has nothing to do with. <laughs> yeah, the book that has nothing to do. Yes. Right. But I mean I think I think they the were opening. kind of going it's I still neither think the book they, nor still the think short story. On the, um, it wasn't even based on, it wasn't even it was not even inspired by, by it was suggested it, by it actually says that at the end, suggested by Isaac suggested. Asimov. It's a suggestion. We you got the rule. We got the, we got stuff. a character Why name not? and 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 the three laws. I think that's about where it ends. Yeah, I <laughs> and agree. it's about a robot. <laughs> uh, and I'm just looking at the cast. Nothing else. Any other? Nope. Nothing else. No, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, overall, okay. So my basic. I, this is an entertaining film. Is it a? Is it something you seek to watch? <sighs> I don't know. I saw it back in 2004. I don't think I saw it in the theater. I'm pretty sure I saw it when it came on HBO or whatever. Yeah, I think I did too. Um, and it was okay. And it never went back to it. I just watched it over the weekend again. Probably the second time I've ever watched it from beginning to end. It was okay. Pretty much had the same reaction. I mean, it's good. It's entertaining. It holds your interest. It moves along. Is it deep? No. No. Are there any deep messages somewhere sunken in there? Not super deep. Not really anything that jumps out at me that says that's profound. Um, yeah, I mean, this is this movie was strictly built as an entertainment yeah. venue type. There's no nothing really else in it, and it's another. I think was a way to to get Will Smith to run around. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. You know, the effects are decent. They're not. They don't look horrific now when you look back on. No, them. they hold together. I mean, yeah. like you said, the the. There are some really cool scenes. I mean, that you know that I like when they're in the in the big warehouse. And they yeah, have, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like them, that too. You know, and they all kind of answer together when it says, you know, robots, and they go, you know, nobody move or so, or which one, you know, is he's kind of trying to ask them which mm -hmm. one's not doesn't belong here. I like the way he kind of does this. Yeah, <laughs> but how do you if they're like in? I always wondered this. If they're in lines, I wondered this the first time I saw it. And I wondered again, seeing it again. If they're in lines, so many this way and so many this way, 
And now you need to squeeze in one more. How See, do you Yeah, do he that? should have been down it? at the corner or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, it should have been so obvious. Yeah, like, he oh, should have been obvious that he wasn't right because yeah. it was so perfect. You're right. That's a good. Too, I kind of I thought of that too. Perfect. So, um, yeah, it's again, it's suspension of disbelief. It looked good. The stuff like the scenes, the scene like in the cafe, he and Shy McBride go in, him and his boss go in and have they're sitting there having a meal together and the robot's serving. That looked great. Like that looked like it is a possible future that could be where a robot just does these menial tasks, the menial labor kind of things. And yeah. You know, yeah, and then we may get to that point. I don't. I mean, I think. I think if if human, if we don't, we haven't somehow screwed ourselves over as a race. I think eventually we'll get to that point where some kind of automation will take away all the menial type jobs, which we're already seeing it. You know, I'm saying in factory work stuff like that. That that there's a lot of jobs that have been replaced by technology, and and that's just normal evolution of 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 technology is that you're always going to displace somebody yes unfortunately but usually these things open up other opportunities now you need somebody to maintenance those robots and fix them and program them and do all this other stuff so it all balances out in the end Um, overall, overall i give it at least one thumb up it's not a two thumb up movie it's definitely it's a one and a half so one and a half um yeah so it's not bad. I mean, watch it. If you haven't seen it, it's not, you got nothing else to do or like Will Smith, watch it. He was, he was in his heyday. We all love yeah, him. No, he was definitely, you know, it was only a few years really. What was, when was, uh, was Independence Day was what? 98, 96, something like that. So, um, you know, we're only talking less than 10 years from off. That was really what skyrocketed him. So 96. Yeah. Wow. 96. Yeah, so we're talking less than ten years though. Ten years later, but yeah, Not after either. that, that started yeah. him, and he just kind of hit that's his. Sorry, so he was banging him out, Blood Men in Black, that kind of thing. Yeah, um, Bill Sotak, he does slap robot. I think he does punch. He fights with the robot. Does he slap any robots in it? Will he fight? He tackles one. He tackles one for sure. Yeah, and he shoots at the very end where they're all climbing, like all the robots are climbing and they're fighting. Yeah, that's that's the big. The big scene. Well, that was one creepy scene when they're all climbing up the building. That was a little creepy. It was yeah. like all oh, the answer. It was something. like World War Z only with robots. That was kind of creepy. But... That was weird. All right. Well, I think we probably killed. We, we, we killed we, the we, robot. We killed the robot uh, on this one, but uh, yeah, like I said, it's an okay movie. I think it had some merit, but um, certainly not cutting edge by any means. Not anymore. Next week we are like I think we already mentioned we're going to do Westworld. So we're doing uh, Westworld. Roy is doing on Roy's Tide Eye Sci-Fi is doing Outland. We covered this two years last yeah. year, the first we'll year we did over it. a year ago. Over a year ago, uh, yeah. Sean Connery. You guys remember that one? Yep. And Phil is going to be interviewing Travis Larson on the launch of his new album, new exhibit. That's tomorrow at three fifteen p.m. on WUSB. Stony Brook 90.1 FM or wherever you stream stuff. The internet nearest you, I guess. So, okay, that's it. That's it. All right, on that note then, we will see you guys next week. Um, Westworld, Neil Brenner. Westworld, little Neil Brenner action. 
Not it, it's funny because well we'll talk about it next week. It, 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 it's I think this movie has more holds more in our hearts than it actually gives. It does as far as holding together after fifty almost fifty well about fifty years right seventy three so yeah they're getting there yeah so pretty old movie anyway till next week guys live long and prosper we'll see you be safe and we'll catch you later bye bye bye.